For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. Hey, this is Bill DeMott, and if you think you're tough enough, you'll listen to In the Room with Brady Hicks. And if you're not tough enough, <laughs> you'll listen to the Strowing Kathy. But I'm here to tell you, Hugh Morris says so, Bill DeMott says so, and if you have to answer the general election, he says so. <laughs> In the room with Brady Hicks, you better be listening. Welcome, everyone, to In the Room, right here on VOCNation.com. I'm your host, Papa Stroh. I'm filling in for Brady Hicks tonight. Uh, he'll be back next week, and he told me to give you guys his best in love, and he can't wait to return next week for you guys from In the Room. But in the meantime, tonight, you have yours truly and the panel, and we'll be discussing a lot of stuff going on in the wrestling world, including WWE's Hell in a Cell, AEW, but so much more. Lots to talk about tonight. A lot of things happening. And I'm looking forward to hearing from each and every one of you. And as a reminder, anytime you guys were to call into tonight's live in the room podcast, you can do so at 914-338-1885. Once again, 914-338-1885. And with that, 
Let's uh, bring in the lovely Kathy Fitzpatrick. How are you doing, Kathy? Good, Joe. How are you tonight? Fantastic. Fantastic. Always a uh, pleasure to be here with you. And uh, I guess uh, we're going to be uh, filling the, the the big shoes of Brady Hicks <laughs> tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, hopefully we can make him proud. Uh, let's uh, bring in... Uh, <laughs> And uh, is is this Ray? Look at that. You guys found me. You know, Kathy, I'm disappointed. Here you are. Hey, well, hi, Ray. Show while, you, away. while you're making... <laughs> while you're making Brady slave like a dog on your gubernatorial campaign. How dare you? <laughs> Ray just like cut to the chase, Kathy. It's oh, cut to the meat and bones. Ray, cut please. to the meat and bones of... Someone's got to do the, the dirty work, you know? It's true. He's got to go out there and crack skulls. Got to do the grunt work, you know? You know, got to... Gotta, <laughs> gotta, and really, he's a good person to go out and, like, Ray, red hand Spade. and kiss babies for you. Down low it, man. My God. You know, Brady didn't want this information leaking out about being <laughs> on the campaign trail. <laughs> it's true. That's yeah, true. I'm talking about, talking about spoiler alert. Good Lord. <laughs> Never mind. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Brady Hicks has um, camped himself outside of the 7-Eleven in an attempt to f- film Rat Boy getting his free milk. <laughs> He's got the ticket signs already up. Free to nacho. Uh. <laughs> Oh, so here oh we are gosh. in the room without Brady. What are we going to do, guys? <laughs> I, now, hear me out on this. What if What if we do this? What if we just, like, have a solid block of discussion, and then we take, a, we take our mandated commercial break? We come back and have a second solid block of discussion, and then we go home. Sounds <laughs> good to me. No, not even sound bites from the callers, right? No, 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 no. I can't stress this. Well, because here's, here's the thing is, I know Brady like, likes to talk to me. Hi, hi, hi. Back to this guy. Oh my God, that would be perfect. That would be that would be an amazing. Here's 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 if Stro, if you plan on taking callers tonight, um, I'm going to give some advice. To the callers first. Um, I would, as soon as you connect and you hear the little British lady, I would just immediately start my call. And then Stro will just come to you like halfway through your thought and mm-hmm. will just kind of disconnect you at some point. Like, I think, I, I can't, I can't stress this enough. Just immediately start talking and whenever we get to you, we get to you. Yeah, as soon as we start talking about, oh, like, Ray, you're they, go, they go off in left field about TMZ and everything else in life, and that'll be our cue. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, what kind of agenda for tonight? Oh, gosh. Sky's the limit. I mean, there's so much coming up. Well, you know, we've got Hell in a Cell coming up for WWE. Um, 
Uh, we got uh, well, just tonight actually. There's a, a new new uh, regime of management now with uh, Regal and Samoa Joe, as we speak. That's true. I saw that. I was I was going to mention that at yeah, some point. Yeah. There he did. Yes, ma'am. He is going to be William Regal's enforcer, and mm-hmm. I, I'm happy. I'm happy to see Samoa Joe back. I I'm yeah. having a hard time. I'm having a hard time suspending my disbelief that William Regal needs anyone to do enforcing for him. But you know what? I'm happy, right. that, he's, I'm happy that Samoa Joe's back. That makes me smile. Yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah, and Regal and Joe make a good pair, I think. I think they do, too. Because, like, both of, both of them, you know, everybody has weaknesses. And both of them, their weaknesses kind of play well off each other and get hidden a little bit. So it's actually a, it's actually a really good pairing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. It it spices things up. It's sure for NXT. It is. I think that that I think that probably. You know who knows if it sustains it, but you know that might get you know people who maybe just don't invest time in NXT for whatever the reason to you know at least flip over to it, give it another shot. Right. Personally, it's still my favorite brand of all the brands they have. You know, it really is. It's it's a nice, it's a really nice, solid brand. It doesn't have, like, it doesn't have the gravitas of Raw, but it's just an enjoyable show. Right. Oh, but did you guys see the Eva Marie's new muscle? No. Who is that? It's, uh, oh gosh, uh, she goes by another name, and, and it escapes me. So guys, you can help me out with it if you can. But uh, she's been around for a bit. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, she was pretty impressive. Uh, well, I wish they gave her and um, the glow more time. But um, yeah. But. Yeah, she looked pretty. I mean, she's she's pretty impressive. But I, I, I she goes by another name, and I escapes me to save my life. So if you guys here with me or or any guys listening can call in and help us out, that'd be great. But her and Marie, Marie, even Marie is like managing her now, like evidently. Okay, you know I can get behind that. I really can't, because for whatever, people just hate that woman. Just for whatever reason, they, they <laughs> just hate her. And you know what? You know what? I'm not down with this. Take advantage of it. If you have someone that draws that much emotional response, how capitalize on it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that. And honestly, you know, Raw this this Monday wasn't really that bad. I mean, they had some pretty de- decent matches. Uh, you know, we had the Oscar, Oscar and the Champ. They had a match. Um, and then what AJ Styles What's her name? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. And actually, believe it or not, Alexa is actually in the ring wrestling. Yes. <laughs> she got off the swing. <laughs> That's getting a little weird. 
Yeah. Explain. Because there's a lot of different types of weird. Explain, okay. explain well, this there, specific there's type. Some, there's some good weird. There's some bad weird. This is kind of like in the middle. She's got this thing. <laughs> Either with Naya. Not like, you know, fighting. Not a battle. Not a match. It's just like she's getting into Naya's head. That's what I, how I'm saying it. Mm-hmm. She literally hematized Reginald. <laughs> she hematized yeah. Reginald won't hematize. Yeah, it's weird. He hypnotizes Mike from San Francisco, too. So is it weird? Oh. Is it, okay, is it weird because, like, the angle itself is weird, or is it weird because of how they're having the character go about it? I would say how she's going about it. Explain. Just that she's, she wrestles her, and she kind of, like, what you say, hypnotizes her still? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's, just, it's it's weird. Okay, so as a layman, I hear this as she is a poor man's female Papa Shango. And I... <laughs> and, and, and I, and I interpret... With the eyes? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. But Kathy, am I interpreting that correctly? Yes. Okay. Okay, so what could be done to improve it? Good question. By the way, uh, mm. Eva Marie's muscle is saying Piper Niven. God, I am so happy that you did not end that with a porn star name. <laughs> no, I mean, now this is legit. I mean, this is her name's Piper Niven, yeah. All right, that's and, yeah, that's, and, and she that's has a match name. with Naomi. Naomi on Raw this past Monday. Kathy, I don't think Stro can buy you any more time. You got to answer the question now. <laughs> oh, I was trying to help you out, Kathy. <laughs> You're not helping huh? with me. Come I'm done. I'm sorry. Now, I'm right. sorry. My, in my opinion, I'm not a writer. Have her hypnotize Naya to get rid of Shana. Okay, so to you, it's that it's that she seems to be going about her end goal in a very inefficient way that no one actually trying to do this would go about. Correct. Okay. Okay. So, Stro, do you like what they're doing with the Alexa Bliss angle? Honestly, I, I, I feel the whole thing has run its course, but that's just me. 
Okay, so I'm curious, because I kind of, okay, like, I like the Alexa, I love the potential behind the Alexa Bliss character. Yeah. Um, but I'm sort of there with you. Um, out of curiosity, at what point, if you can think of it, like, did you did you go, you know, this really probably is the end of this? Well, when when she was sitting on the swing like forever, and I'm, I'm really happy it wasn't super glue or gorilla glued to it. So I'm, I, you know, she's back in the ring now. So I'm just happy she's back to you know actually wrestling. So that's that's definitely a plus. Okay, I mean like I mean I, mean, I can get behind that, especially because you know it did feel almost like. Almost like they were kind of going for a sort of a faded out ending where, all right, now she's just going to hang out on the swing and then she's going to go away for a while and who knows, maybe she comes back as a completely different character. Mm-hmm. But I am, I am with you that like that, that sort of felt like it's the end. So do you think, and I'm curious, especially because you're the one that has actually been backstage and seen characters go through these kinds of things. Do you mm-hmm. think that there's hope to rehab that character? Or do you think it's in Alexa Bliss's best interest to be off screen for a while and come back either as what she was before or as something completely different? I, I just... You know, it's got the potential to be a, a lot more. I, I just think if they would take it to another direction, it would help probably help liven things up some. So, I mean, it all depends on the direction they take going forward. With her and so can you give everything? So can you give me an example of the direction that you would take it? Like Stroh the Booker has been put in charge. Oh gosh! Well, I mean, first of all, I mean, there has to, you know, with Bray being off TV for as long as he has, it's uh, it's like I don't know. I and mean, I mean, she pretty much picked up where he left off, right? With the whole, with all of what she's doing now, so I mean, you just can't help but have, eventually have Bray later on down the road, get back in this, involved with the swing of things and kind of continue the, what they started together with that. So it, it's just, uh, I don't know it doesn't seem like right without Bray. It really doesn't. I'll be honest with you. It just, the whole thing doesn't seem because you know Bray was the, pretty much the originator behind all that. So. Yeah. Okay. So, would you want, just out of curiosity, because I, when they split them up, it to me that didn't make sense either. Because to me, what made sense was to do one of two things: either she is now going to team with Bray, which didn't really seem possible after the way WrestleMania ended, mm-hmm. or she's going to feud with Bray either by proxy through some other male wrestler that she ensnares or Mm -hmm. by proxy with another female wrestler that Bray ensnares which of those directions if either would you be more inclined to to say yeah this, this is what helps save this angle well, 
it all depends on where they take her. Like, for example, if she's going after the women's championship, then, yeah, yes, stay, stay the course like she's going. But uh, if if she's going after the, the tag titles, for example, give her a partner that's equivalent to what she's doing now and, and pursue the tag titles. If not either or, uh, just, uh, man, you know, I, I really don't know what would be what the point from, from then on out, honestly, because, you know, just... Doing stuff for the sake of doing something without meaning anything wouldn't make much sense and be a waste of time. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, on her direction, anyway. With with Bray, I don't know what's going on with Bray. I don't know the whole situation, but uh, I hope he comes back and 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 this time around, honestly, if he's. They've, he's done so many different things, but I, I just kind of wish he would kind of this time around he turns to stay the course and and just uh, stick stick to what he's doing for a while, for example, you know, without you know change. It, it's like every time Bray gets to the head of steam, somehow the the rug gets cut off from under his feet for some reason. So I, I just hope he stays a steady course, you know, when he returns. But you know, we'll see. All right. All right. Did you guys see John Cena gave an interview? Which one? <laughs> well, well, he gave he gave an interview, and it was it was mostly you know promoting what I understand is the ninth installment of the Fast and the Furious movies, which, whew, that's like about ten movies too many for a <laughs> uh, for a film franchise. Uh, but he. He said something in it that I I kind of wonder about you guys as a candidate. So he's he's talking about Roman Reigns here, and he's talking about how um, basically not being in front of live crowds really helped Roman Reigns develop his character and become someone that can be much more invested in by the fans. So, here we go. I think Roman Reigns has absolutely needed this time. And in it, he has developed himself, his personality, found out who he is. So now, when he goes back to live audiences, they're not confused. He's spent this 15-month block defining who he is, and he's the one that can benefit from this. Now, look, I don't necessarily think that that statement is just completely... I, I don't like China John by any, you know, reasonable stretch. Um, but do you guys really think the problem Roman Reigns had was that people were confused? No, not at all. It just sometimes it takes people to find themselves in the business, and it, you know Roman Reigns is no different. It, it took a while for him to find himself, and when he did, the magic of him and Heyman being together—I uh, mean, it, it just all came together like a puzzle. And now he's one of the best things, if not the best thing, going for the company right now. Now, see, that's how I took it too. I took it as like, well, you know, he really didn't quite know who he was as a character and how he should carry himself. And then, you know, in mm-hmm. this time, he certainly has developed that and gotten better at it. 
uh, you know, certainly better than he was two or three years ago. I, I, I kind of had the same reaction, though, where I said, nobody was confused. Absolutely nobody, absolutely nobody was confused. There, there are people over the years that you have had trotted out there and you've said, I don't know what to do with this. John Morrison, mm-hmm. I think, is probably like one of the seminal examples of it. You just you just didn't know what to do with it. Like you you kind of knew you were supposed to cheer for him, and you kind of knew that some of the stuff he was doing was cool, but you just never quite knew like what you were like. Is this a is this a serious threat? Is this just a dude who jumps around? Is this a guy who's about to get his head taken off? You never quite knew. You know I. What do you I, don't think, Kathy? I don't think anyone had that confusion. Yes, Kathy, what do you think? I think. I think with Paul, with Roman, you know, Paul is a very strong individual. He can mold him for, you know, for the crowd to hate him, whatever. Paul? Paul is an, an amazing person, and if it was Vince that paired him with him or Hunter or whoever, it was a perfect match. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think so too. I mean, it is it is a good. You wish that it was more of a Heyman stable, yeah. kind of like a like a Paul Heyman version of the Heenan family. Than just Paul and Roman, but no, you're right. I mean, it, that really is just kind of the perfect pairing. And and look now, the Hell in a Cell, uh, Roman's taking on Rey Mysterio coming up. Uh, which uh, wow, what a match that's going to be! I okay, I have this fear about that mm-hmm. match, and you know. You guys both, you know, have had actual personal interaction with Rey Mysterio. I have not. Um, Kathy, I know you in particular have have interacted with him a fair deal over the years. Now, I've got to assume that if he really thought that he couldn't go, that this match wouldn't be happening, right? Sure. Okay. But I can remember being on this show six or seven years ago talking about how his knees have got to just be applesauce by now. I I really... I, I hope it's not that long of a match. Like, I don't want it to be a squash match, but I really hope that it's not one of the longer ones on the card. Well, he was done a number of years ago when he was talking to me and uh, he was talking to Bob Orton about the Bob Orton got his knee replaced. And this was years ago. And he was, you know, thinking about it. <clears throat> Ray's really into a lot of um, 
treatments <clears throat> to prolong himself. Um, stem cell. Um, cartilage replacement. Um, injections of um, the stuff to, um, I call it the cushion. They, they inject into your knee. Um, he's a big believer, and he, you know, he takes very good care of himself. He works out constantly. But, like you said, you know, if it goes long, it could be bad. It could take the toll on him. I mean, Stro, is that something... Is that something you would assume people are working out with him now, saying, "Look, it's gotta, it's gotta kind of end at this point"? Or is someone like him more or less going to be told, "Okay, go on in the ring and have your match"? Well, as many tests as they give uh, the talent to make sure they're on a hundred percent. Uh, I'm, I'm sure they wouldn't be letting him go in this thing. It, they wasn't sure he was 100% ready to go for this type of match. So, with, with that being said, um, you know, if, if the company thinks so, and if he feels like he can go, then you know, by all means, uh, you do your thing. It's just let's just have, you know, we always have that knowledge. You know, you have that many, that many more great matches left in the tank, if you will. So, I mean, it's a slippery slope. How long do you think the match lasts? Well, with race conditioning and, and both, him and both Roman, I mean, I'm sure it can uh, last a decent amount of time, at least. Right, see, I'm, I'm I thinking think it's 20 to 30 minutes. God, I hope it doesn't go that long. I... Maybe at the high end twenty, I bet it runs closer to like fifteen. And and considering too the nature of the hell in the cell, I mean it can be brutal. So, I mean it's a lot of brutal moments. <laughs> well, the other thing is that if I, mean, I guess if you play the if you play the match right, it can. It might be able to give Ray the adequate downtime that he needs. You know, where like this isn't a ladders match where where you're just almost constantly putting pressure on your knees to either duck things, charge with things, or climb up things. You know, the the Hell in a Cell match has a lot more time for you to be down if you so need it. And also, you have to think about Roman's... Um, you know, he is in remission. Um, you never know. That could take a toll right. on him, Mm-hmm. Could. I don't know. I, I, I kind of think it probably ends up, you know, maybe a little on the, maybe a, like closer to 15, 
maybe 16 minutes. But you know, who, who the hell cares what I think, honestly? Isn't Rhea Ripley's and Charlotte match, Charlotte Flair's match, isn't it also a Hell in a Cell match for the women's title? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And, uh, well, Charlotte, you know, she's a veteran of the Hell in a Cell matches, but this is, I think this would be Rhea Ripley's first time being Hell in a Cell, if I'm not mistaken. Well, that could. That'll go fine. Mm-hmm. That'll that'll go just fine. You Did know, you see in that pole part last night? She clocked no. Jamie Noble. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was brutal. <laughs> see, you say this. Yeah, right. You say this stuff. You say this stuff, but I don't believe you. Because I saw Jamie Noble get killed on air a number of years ago. (laughs) (laughs) I saw his tiny little body get slammed down into the ground in a way that human beings are not supposed to be thrown. So, I don't believe you. He's not, no. Unless somebody broke out a Ouija board and contacted him from beyond the grave... No, you did not see Jamie Noble do anything last night. No, I I, I, I saw Jamie Noble. I <laughs> they, Ed, they had everybody breaking them up last night. They had, like, Jamie Noble, had Hurricane, and Adam Pierce, and, like, like the whole office come out to break it, to the pull apart. <laughs> who was the guy? He looked familiar with the beard. Uh-huh. You know who that was, Jeff? The beard. Was he bald? No. Okay. In a way, he looked like Mick Foley, a little bit, like with short hair. Okay. I know. Yeah. Him. Right, right. He did look familiar. I know when they did the pull apart and you know, the deal with Jamie, nobody. I, I saw Charlotte walking walking off, and she evidently she was cussing to it because they were bleeping out everything she was saying. She was walking up the ramp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, like father, like daughter. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like father, like daughter. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's What's take that? a break. Yeah. And then do we have any, do we have any callers lined up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we take a break, let's take this caller because this guy's been here for quite some time. And I wouldn't feel right if we didn't get to him. Uh, 609 area code, welcome to In The Room. 609 area code is the Rat Boys area code. What's up, guys? I am back and I am feeling stronger than ever. Ooh. That's great. Welcome, Ra- welcome hey, back, Rat Boys. Hey, Rio. All right, uh, what's your name calls in, Bill? Back brother. Tell Bill, I, I don't know if he's listening. See, I had a long time ago, the rat track. Remember that show? Yeah. 
Okay. Hello. Dennis the Menace. This weekend, I was down my favorite place, Columbus. And then this guy was talking, and this guy says, Yo, I got to tell you a little story about Dennis the Menace. I said, what? He said, well, I was in the army with him. And you know, I said, oh, man, don't tell me. He couldn't swim, right? He said, how do you know? I said, well, I heard it before. <laughs> By somebody else that lives in California. Oh, that's good. And and I, and I asked the guy what, what uh, troop that he was in. He, he was in troop 101, and his, his name was Leo. I want to know if he was in the same troop with Leo. Oh. So, and so what a small world, you know what I'm saying? What a small it, world it, this it, is. It, it really is. Do you have any thoughts on the upcoming Hell in a Cell pay-per-view we've been talking about? Yeah, yeah. All right. The Ripley and the Charlotte match, okay? Yeah, we are just talking about that, yeah. Uh, I, I can see something might be happening now. Get me wrong. <laughs> don't, don't, don't say, you know, I'm just going to say, I think Becky Lynch is going to show up. Really? Yeah. What do you think, what do you think, guys? Does Rat Boy have a point? Maybe. Because SummerSlam is just around the corner from there, and, you know, they're going to try to build it up with Becky Lynch. What do you think, Ray? She comes back. I don't. <laughs> okay. I got to tell you, I, I only hear about every third word Ratboy says. Well, we're going to be cutting to a commercial, and when we come back, we'll have more in the room, so stay with us, guys. Yeah, I, I got to get out of here because I'm busy uh, doing well, this and that, you know. Cut. Yeah, we'll be right back. I'm right Okay. Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then, uh, uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with history, the voice of choice, and killer can wrestling. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airlines cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Joe, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. 
each and every Thursday night. Check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stags of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, here you get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Hello, everyone. We're back in the room. Ray, Kathy, we're here doing our thing right here in the room. So, guys, it's been great. It's been fun so far. We've learned about Hell in the Cell. We learned about uh, Dennis the Menace earlier. Um, shoot, what's next? <laughs> Come on, Ray. Lead us on. What we we learned some sad news over. uh, We learned some sad news over the break, guys. Uh, Don West is apparently battling brain cancer. Yeah, definitely giving thoughts and prayers. Sure. Not only that. That is. That is sad. I hope it wasn't TNA that gave it to him. (laughs) I could see see TNA giving someone a disease. um. (laughs) I know Cornette one time on uh, when he they made him I guess the general manager or whatever for Impact a while back that he was uh, had a bunch of people in his office and it was like a little little bit little segment and and I'm telling everybody, if you guys don't calm down, I'm going to get an aneurysm. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Only Cornette would say that. Oh, jeez. Oh, Jimmy, he's, he's great. <laughs> Too much. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't really know about boundaries, does he? No, no. <laughs> Oh, his podcast is even worse. <laughs> I know. Nonstop, man. Nonstop. I know. He needs um, to go back to being the tennis player. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's, so what's the situation with AEW? Are, are they permanently like Friday night dynamites now? Or are they going back to Wednesdays? I don't. Um, I, it's, it's hard to keep up with their scheduling now because I guess the was the NBA playoff or NBA games were going on, that's why they had to switch to Fridays. Yeah. Yeah. That would be correct, yes. Okay. So I guess as soon as the season's over they're going back to Wednesdays. Um, until it's Friday night dynamite. I mean they're kind of in a hard place with this because you know, you know they don't they don't make the NBA's schedule, nor do they have any say over you know what other deals TNT has or doesn't have, or how they handle them. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, don't you think that maybe you just stay on Fridays if you're doing okay, rather than continuing to bounce around? I, I know there was a report about their ratings not doing so well when they first made the move to Fridays, but you know, then again, that could change. Well, I mean, I mean, it makes sense. Who the hell, who the hell stays in and watches, you know, watches a big show like that on a Friday? And it being a ten o'clock uh, slot too at night. <laughs> yeah, like that's just. Can you imagine that? Like, run, like, like being out somewhere and saying, "No, man, I gotta run home." AEW, AEW Dynamite is on. Like that's just, and like it's a perfectly fine show. Like I'm not. I realized my tone was extremely condescending. Like, I, it's a perfectly fine show, but like that's that's a tough sell. Yeah, especially from the Wednesday night slot when they were doing so well. Yeah, I mean. If you're AEW, aren't you really just hoping for some for some stability at some point? I mean, so far they've had one heck of a year. It's just I, I know there's reports now of them going to TBS starting next year. So that's good. So I mean, hopefully that that'll work out for them. Well, that would because TBS doesn't have a lot of the other sports contracts. Yeah. You know, they have they have some overflow from baseball during like the initial part of the MLB postseason. And right. they have like afternoon Braves games which shouldn't conflict with AEW at all. Like that would yeah, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. That would actually make a lot of sense. I don't know. Can't he? Will 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 a move to TBS cause you to no longer be a loyal Dynamite viewer? <laughs> well, consider I usually work on Saturdays and I don't go out on Friday nights. I'd watch it. I have no life. Kathy, Kathy. I do is work and come home. We gotta get we gotta get you out and about. You're about to be you're about to be you're about to be the governor of New Jersey. <laughs> Please, no, I refuse that position. All right, but we don't. You know, we all think that you would do very well at it. That does be when I catch his first declaration at the wrestling arena. Right I become governor of New Jersey wrestling every weekend. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. 
<laughs> and not three shows in one night less than 20 miles away from each other. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because in two weeks we have H2O in Glassboro, mm-hmm. Dog in, no, H2O in Williamstown, Dog in Glassboro, and Monster Factory in um, Paulsboro. I'm like, wow. You can't go to three shows in the same night. That's crazy. <laughs> Nuts. Hmm. It reminds me one time, Ricky Morton was telling me about uh, there was his father mm-hmm. and son rival promoters, right? And uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they, they literally was running shows down the street from each other. So after he did he did one show, right? He literally walked down to the, the other side of the street. And did the other show. <laughs> oh, jeez. It's <laughs> a funny story. <sighs> Amazing. Yeah, some of these promoters, they never cease to amaze me. <laughs> and for Ricky to be able to do what he does at his age is amazing. It really is. Sure is. And then him and Robert are still taking bookings. I know. <laughs> it's nuts. Fred, do you get many shows out your way? Do I what? Get many shows out your way. No, not not really. You really do have to go down to Mexico to get the uh to get the shows. Oh, okay. And I mean, like, if I, I guess if I wanted to drive out to Los Angeles, well, when Los Angeles existed, like, I guess I could have, you know, I, I would have had to do that, or I would have, back when San Diego existed, you know, I could have, I guess I could have made the, the drive out there. Um, but there's, there isn't a lot in, like, like, Las Vegas really does not have a lot, and Phoenix really does not have a lot. So, you know, you know, outside of that, it really is rinkety-dink little towns that you cannot, you know, like you couldn't run a viable show at a lot of those, at a lot of those places. So, oh, okay. no, I, I just don't. The other thing, too, is that, like, the population is so spread out that it's hard to it's hard to get people to like come from other towns like okay like if you do a show in Trenton there's lots of other towns around Trenton right yeah okay like like if you go out to say Kingman Arizona it's Kingman, and then it's a bunch of desert and cactus until you get to another town. Mm. Or, or wow. you know, you know. That, I mean, that's like 
town, towns kind of tend to, sp- or like, you know, they, they spring up sort of wherever, like either, like, like there was mining there at some point, or there's a water source, but like, it's not like, it's not like there's lots of little towns together, like there's a town, and then you drive for a while, and then there's a town, and then you drive for a while, so it's, it's, it's harder to, number one, to get shows to want to be out there because it's a tough sell. And number two, it's harder, even if a show, even if shows are trying to get going out there, it's just harder for them to get around. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, we lost Rat Boy, so I guess... Uh, I can't believe that. So, go look for him. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's at the 7-Eleven. <laughs> Maybe he'll we'll come back with some more uh, Dennis the Menace stories. <laughs> no, don't don't come back with them. Do we have any other callers? Currently not the moment. So, um those that are listening, those that are listening would like to call in. Uh, this, the lines are wide open, so call in nine one four three three eight one eight eight five. Who's your favorite you the party? commentator pairing, like all time? Oh my gosh, Gordon Soley's still my favorite commentator. Really? I'm, I'm pretty old school like that. So. Okay. No, I can dig that. I can dig wrestling Vin Scully as your favorite. But there's been there's yeah, some think... great ones to do, though. So. Oh, yeah. Lance Russell was a good one, too. Oh, Lance oh, Russell was great. great. Mm-hmm. Lance Russell is great. Isn't he still alive? He he passed away, unfortunately. Okay. See, I I thought I actually thought he was still going. I mean, not active uh, or anything, but I thought like like you know, biological processes wise. I wish he was. I mean, he was he was one of the best. And he's one nice guy, real nice too. guy too, real nice guy. Lance was. He's one you forget, too. Yeah, this is a few good ones over the years, though. See, my question killed Kathy. No. Oh, look at that. She's alive. Stop it. <laughs> Now, I enjoyed Monsoon and Heenan together. Oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, they were the best. Mm-hmm. Now, see, if Mark we're going to go... Heenan could go. They were great. See, oh, I like yeah. Heenan more as a manager. I'm I'm a Monsoon and Ventura guy. Oh, they were good. Damn, I'm a Monsoon and Ventura guy. And believe it or not, Vince McMahon was a good commentator when he was doing it. Mm-hmm. He was. 
And you know, actually, what was it? I mean, it was a number of years ago at this point, but still could do it. Mm-hmm. And Lord Alfred Hayes, I enjoyed his commentary. Yes. You know what he and I loved him. Um, I loved him doing. Remember when they would have like the update desk? Yeah. And he'd be like in the he'd be like in the old timey newsroom with all the TVs behind him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved him doing that. And you want know to talk about something that could just add like a different element to their programming now is to start doing things like that again. And as far as interviewers and backstage, uh, me and Gene Okerlund, hands down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, this come on. There's only one. For that, there's only one. Right. For that, for that, there really, there really is only one. I mean, all, all the respect in the world to the other people that have done it, but really, there's, there's really only one name on that list. And whenever you get Bobby Heenan, Dusty Rhodes, and Shivani on commentary, oh my god! Oh, <laughs> oh my god! It certainly would never be a quiet moment. <laughs> never. <laughs> like you hear, oh, like you hear broadcasters sometimes talk about how they have to learn how to sort of let moments speak for themselves. I that 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 would never happen on that booth. There's another good um, commentator that, you know, not really well-known. He does a lot of ECWA. This guy, Brady X, mm-hmm. is, in, is pretty good. Well, yeah, Brady X. Brady X is the Cadillac of of, inter, of, uh, of commentators. You know, uh, a Brady Hicks-Joey Styles um, pairing would be... Ooh, that's oh, that's style. a dream That would be good. The dream team. Brady Hicks and Joey Styles, yeah. They're the good as they as they call as they call Stroh's victorious run through the ECWA Super Eight. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someday. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Gosh, what a pairing that would be. Brady and Joey. Can you imagine? In a weird way it would work. Mm-hmm. Like here's Brady's kind oh, of, wow, yeah. Because, like, he's kind of goofy and exuberant, and Styles yeah. is kind of goofy and exuberant. Like, in, a, like in this really weird way, it would work. Oh, man. That's a lot of possibility, for sure. <laughs> we got to make this happen. Yeah. Can you, can you imagine Brady Hicks and Joe Gertner on commentary? Oh, that's scary. That's <laughs> scary indeed. That's <laughs> tremendous. Okay. How about Brady Hicks and a guy we already mentioned? Now, now we have to raise him from the dead. But uh-huh. how long would it how long would it take for Brady to start making fun of Lord Alfred Hayes' accent? Oh my! Not long at all. No, I'm Brady. 
<laughs> he was still talking like the Iconics, the Lord after days. <laughs> we all the future. Iconic. <laughs> oh, God. I wish you had a, I, I wish you had a sound bite for that. So I would still play it right now. An iconic soundbite. I can't find it. I'm actually surprised he doesn't. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I mean, you know, for all, the, all the ridiculous sound drafts he, we have on this show, and he, <laughs> yeah. doesn't, and he doesn't have one of that, and that's got to hurt his voice to do. I, he does it better than me, that's for sure. I mean, I might be able to, but hmm. I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. That's, that's a good one. Yes, yeah. it's like when every time he does the iconic person, they say it kills me. I start they're laughing hysterically. It's even better when we when we have the video going. And yeah. all of a sudden, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, none of us can keep a straight face, and there's just there's just a bunch of there's just a bunch of guys laughing at the camera trying to conduct a radio show. <laughs> oh my goodness, classic! In this indeed, in this indeed. <laughs> well, speaking of events, uh, Kathy, is what, what's all coming up your way? Anything exciting? On the 26th, the dog show. That's in Abbotsford, nice. New Jersey. H2O is running in Williamstown. And Monster Factory is running in Paulsboro. All the same night. Wow. Um, that's about it. <laughs> oh, okay. What about you, Ray? Is anything uh, cool coming up your way? Um, not really. Well, you got to remember, Arizona is currently a blast furnace. So, um, like people don't people don't do things during the summer mm. there. They they really don't. I I I I usually take advantage of the fact that, you know, I'm in a made up career field, and so I get to take off during the summer, because, mm. I, mean, I I've been in, I've been in Arizona all summer, and it's just you turn nocturnal, like you can't function as a human. So oh wow. Well, because like, like it's 125. What are you gonna do? Go for a walk. Go. <laughs> uh, sit out. Sit out on the veranda. Take a breath. Feel your lungs collapse. <laughs> Start her losing no, like cool. he was in Butthead in the cartoon. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and you just eat like garbage because you don't want to cook anything. Oh man. And, like, every day you get in your car and you justify, like, the McDonald's workers should sweat instead of me. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, the cool the cool stuff doesn't come out doesn't come out to me until the winter time. You know, I'm surprised Mike hasn't called in and talk, started talking like Alexa Bliss like he usually does. I don't know. I I I, I don't think Mike likes me. <laughs> really? <I> mean, why? <laughs> 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 Absolutely Wait. no idea why he would feel that way. You know, he hasn't called in in a few weeks, has he? Mike hasn't. Hmm? Yeah, he hasn't called in in a few weeks, Mike. Well, he's probably Maybe. depressed again. Hmm. I hope he's okay. Yeah, it turns out a steady diet of pornography and Taco Bell will do that to you. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, wow. Well, we yeah, should have run out of things. That's, uh, uh, we, we, we've covered a lot already. <laughs> We seem to have run out of a lot of things. Stro, how about you do your plugs? Sure. Um, Thursday night, <laughs> WCW Retro on VSNation.com at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The topic of discussion will be the career of Ravishing Rick Rude. So we have your cool, uh, you have a cool Rick Rude moment or memory you'd like to share with us. Please call in and we'll discuss it. And... This Friday night on my horror sci-fi show, The Stro Zone, my Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Maestro at midnight Eastern Standard Time. The feature will be The Mad Monster from the 50s. So please tune in. A delightful treat for us all. Kathy, last week you did a lot of fabulous plugs, or the last set night last week, two weeks ago. You did a lot of fabulous plugs. Is there is there any wrestling shows in the area that you need to plug for this week? Unfortunately, no. Unfortunately, <laughs> that's a shame. That's I know. Shame. I'll tell you what. I know he's not at one, but I just want to plug how much I love Iron Sheet and want him to come back in some way. That's <laughs> now, can you imagine him on the okay. <laughs> was it? I think it was Brady who mentioned that he'd actually he'd actually heard that Vince wants Sheik like back as a legend, but he just but he's afraid and refuses to give Sheik a microphone. Gee, I wonder why. I know, mm. like, like, who, like, like, why would, like, why would. Why would you be afraid of that? <laughs> oh my God! Can you imagine? WWE declared oh. bankruptcy today as they paid off their FCC fines. <laughs> <laughs> well, I congratulations is in order for Renee Young and uh, John Moxley. Yes, it is. They had their yes, baby. Yes, it is. They are awesome. They are the proud parents of a baby. It because I didn't see if it was a boy or a girl. 
as a girl. A baby daughter. All right. Very nice. Do we, have awesome. a, do we have a name for the little scamp, or was that not released? I haven't heard that yet. All right. Oh, I can't wait for that one. I'll bet. I'll bet part of his AEW contract says that the child has to be named Cody Rhodes. Oh. Oh. Speaking well, of, did you see Arnie? Should... Oh, go ahead. Brady should be delivering soon, too. Oh. You're right. Oh. What about oh, Arnie? Did you see his son make his debut for AEW? Brock no. Anderson? Brock did? And I, and I swear Brock looks like the younger version of his daddy. I swear. Yeah. A beard, hair, everything. It blew my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Wow. You know, speaking of of wrestling birds, I, you know, I think we've mentioned this in passing before on the show. Do you just really think Becky ever comes back? Hmm. We think, Kathy. Come on, Stray. You know, you never say never. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I suppose, you know, I suppose, but like, okay, I, that's I, true. let me rephrase then, because there is one scenario. Do you think she ever comes back as more than like a one-time major pay-per-view special attraction? Hmm. I say yes. Kathy says yes. See, okay. I've just because of the of the made up field I'm in. I see a lot of women go on maternity leave, and more often than not, if they don't have to come back to work. They don't. And I just... Look, she's... That's a hell of a resume she's got. Mm-hmm. That's a hell of a career just... she's had. Mm-hmm. I just... I... Now, do you think we're ever seeing Ronda Rousey with I think there is a chance that we see Ronda Rousey before we see Becky Lynch. Oh, wow. I really do. That's a hard sell, man. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but Ronda may not wrestle because she's pregnant. Yeah. I guess my thing is this. I... It's different for guys to have a kid and go away for a while and be with kid and be with mom and then say, I need to go back on the road and work because men are 
wired to think that way, or at least we're supposed to be wired to think that way. Um, I think that that is a very, very hard sell to a woman who needs neither the career prestige nor the money to say, hey, do you want to come back on the road? I really, I think that's a really uphill sell. Well, I guess we'll find out pretty soon, especially uh, with SummerSlam around the corner, if there are plans for, especially Becky's situation. I guess we will. I don't know. I almost think that she is a WrestleMania-only attraction at this point. And with Ronda or Becky, I mean, I could see them kind of doing what they did with Trish for a while, bring them back for certain you know occasions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whenever they're able yeah, to. One, one off special appearance kind of things. But I don't, I don't ever see her working, you know, even like a part time Lesnar kind of schedule again. I just don't. Because, you know, she, you know, Becky was really active in the acting too, right before she got pregnant. As well, so. I mean, I just, like I said, I, I think that's a hard... Now, look, you, you let her work with someone she wants to work with. You put it at, you put it at WrestleMania or... I mean, you're right. SummerSlam, I guess, would be the other one. Um, and, and, you, and you go from there. Yeah, I mean, that's not hard to work around. But as far as, like, being, a re- being even a semi-regular, I just don't see it. So I'd think, be happy Becky, to be proven wrong. Becky, right. Do you think that she'll follow the likes of The Rock and John Cena and start making movies? Or literally come back and be all in with the wrestling? Hmm. I think she'll definitely let her. Mm-hmm. I think she'll start back at wrestling, and but then she does a lot always have a chance to go into movies. And, right. But I don't. I don't think she'd take as far as Cena did. Mm-hmm. And then again, you know, Cena. You know, talking about Cena having a return too as well coming up. So I know we brushed up on that earlier. Yeah, I think that's just, you know, that's for the name shock. But I think Becky will be back for the wrestling. And then if she does get the opportunity to do some movies, I think she will. Mm hmm. 
But do you think we'll finally see Lesnar and Lashley at uh, a possible SummerSlam match or some event coming up soon? Now that uh, Lashley's the champ. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, it would, at the very least, it would allow them to, like, it would allow them to experiment with some other things on the card. Like, even, even if the program, the program itself is a disappointment, which I don't think it would be, but even mm-hmm. if it is, it would allow them to experiment with some other stuff on the card just because it would free guys up. Right. And you know how it is. Like, you, you free one guy up, all of a sudden you free, like, six guys. Like, I, I would like to see that program if for no other reason than it would it would let that it would almost force them to try some new things. Right. It's pretty awesome to see. Well, uh, do, you, do you guys have any final thoughts for the evening? <laughs> Does everyone be safe out there? Mm-hmm. Make sure you check out all of Stroh's fabulous appearances and tune in next week when we welcome back our fearless leader, Bradington Hicks. That'll be the title for next week's uh, In the Room podcast. Uh, Brady Hicks strikes back. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's probably a (laughs) rom-com. Like Chasing Amy, but, you know. Chasing Amy. (laughs) All right, Stro, how about you play us out? Well, it's been wonderful, everyone. Thank you to Kathy and Ray. And to everyone that's listening, including the incoming rap boy, uh, be good to yourselves and each other. And we'll and we'll have to return to Brady Hicks next week on In the Room. And uh, guys, have a great week. Take care.